keep it spicy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Keep It Spicy. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Vita. Hi, loves. I hope you guys are having a great week. The amazing Shiba is gracing my presence today, and we have a guest today. It's one of my close friends, Anusha. We're going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Anusha. Um, As Veda said, I'm one of her closest friends. Guys, Anusha is so talented. She's a multi-talented queen. She does bars and nachum. Her, like, nithyas and abhinayas are a point always (laughs) 24-7. She is a future doctor. So we got two of them sitting with us here That's today. Right. Snap. Um, she is also from the state. Oh, wait, are you from Maryland as well? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, got, we got two of these Americans sitting with us today. Um, so yeah. So speaking of where we're from, where in India are like, let's talk about where each of us is from in India. Do you want to, let's start with Anusha. Okay, um, so my family is originally from Hyderabad, India, which is in Telangana. We immigrated to the United States when I was three. Oh, I'm from I'm from Chennai in Tamil Nadu in India. So like my whole family is hey. like my mom and well my mom and dad are from there. My grandparents, uh, actually my dad grew up in Delhi, but but we're all Tamil. Let me just put it like that. So I'm from Chennai. Me too. I'm from Chennai. I was born there. But I stayed there only for like two years. Both of my parents are from Chennai. So um, yeah, we like always go back for vacations and stuff. But um, yeah, right now I live in Maryland. Um, what are some misconceptions about India that, that you think a lot of people, you know, that, that you think we should address? I think a big misconception is when you say like, I'm from, like all three of us are from the South. And when you say I'm from India, like I feel like the automatic assumption is that we're from the North. So we're from a place that eats curry and naan. Mm-hmm. and people don't and then we speak like Hindi or Hindu because people don't really know that like people are not aware of the fact that we speak Tamil or Telugu or like other South Indian languages like I feel like it's just assumed that you speak Indian yeah do you speak Indian they forget that there's so many languages and how like there's so many diff- there's so many states and everything changes according like everything is different in each state like the way they eat the way they dress the way they wear their sari so I feel like people don't really, they are not very aware of that. They just think it's like one. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how they think they just, if you say I'm from like somewhere in Africa, they're just like, oh, you're from Africa, the whole. Yeah, I totally agree. And like also for me, I don't know if this is dumb, but like everyone will always just be like, oh, you're Indian. You must be very smart. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very I'm dumb. Very smart. <laughs> think so. But like, you know what I mean? Like everyone expects me to be the smartest person in the room just because I'm brown. And I'm like, no, have you seen me? Have you heard me talk? Like I'm not. Um, so I think that. That's definitely one. And like you said, like whenever I tell people I'm from India, they're like, oh, so you must be from Delhi. And I'm like, yes, that's the only place in India. Oh my God. Like, brother. <laughs> or like you're from Mumbai? Yeah. I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> Do you live near the Taj Mahal? Yeah. <laughs> so those are like things that pop up. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't really like the entire idea that people think India because people think India is a third world country they they don't understand the developed side of it Mm -hmm. and it's like like you know we invented math we like contributed a lot to society and that's just undermined because of like all this whitewashing of history Mm -hmm. I agree like I mean, like, I know we still have, like, cows on the, like, loose in the roads and stuff, but, like, <laughs> funny story, guys, I went to India this, um, like, a few months ago, and, like, oh, my gosh, dad doing cow shit and, like, dog shit on the roads of Chennai was, like, an extreme sport, but, <laughs> but, yes, I totally get what you're saying, like, it has advanced so much, but, um, yeah, Especially, like, if you look at, like, the, like, take your own city, for example, I'm pretty sure that when you were a child, it looks completely different than, you know, it's developed so much more right now. Like, we didn't, we have a a metro in Chennai, which did not exist when we were kids, Yeah. right? So, yeah, it's, it's, and I feel like everything moves very, like, even though it is, like, a, like, um, it's a very crowded country and blah, 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 and there's a lot of poverty, like, I feel like things move very, very quickly there, Mm -hmm. um, I I mean, I definitely also think it's because, like, the cost of labor is extremely cheap when you compare it to somewhere like the States or just, like, North America, but Mm -hmm. everything moves really fast. If you want to, like, build a house, it's, like, done so quickly. If you want to build the metro, I think it was done in, like, six years. 
cops yeah. or like the subway station which is just one station took like 11 years to get built here right near my mm-hmm. house so like it's yeah if people underestimate the efficiency mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. a de- we're a developing country right or we are speaking yeah. of our culture so today we're going to be talking a little bit about cultural appropriation so like even though there's all these misconceptions or things that uh foreigners or like i would say even like indians themselves don't know about like i'm very good example of such said indian um we're going to be talking a little bit about the aspects of our culture that have been like pointed at or looked at that have been taken we're going to define it for those of you who don't know what cultural appropriation is um it's actually a power dynamic in which members of a dominant culture take elements from a culture of people like us indians who have been systematically oppressed by that dominant group so for example um basically when foreigners wear like bindis or they have like color runs or like a big one is like the chai tea lattes and stuff like that like these are all examples of it and i just wanted to know like your everyone's take on it like how do you feel about things like also quickly that definition for us from everyday feminism just so you guys know i mean i feel like it it depends if I like visit somewhere or like if I'm here and like I want to try some other cultures something like whether it's fashion or whatever like I, I think it's a fun way to like explore cultures um if someone were a bindi like I'm like okay like that's fine by me I'm not like too offended by that but I do appreciate like if they know what it stands for and like where it comes from but at the same time like I don't know if you guys have seen but like people will have like tattoos of like Ganesha Ganesha which is like a god Hinduism like is polyistic so they'll like have tattoos of Ganesha on like their feet or something and at that point I'm like okay like I mean you know that's that's kind of offensive I don't want my god on your foot like if I had Jesus on my foot feet I'm sure like everyone would just come at me so that's what like triggers me I don't think foreigners understand the concept of like keeping things near your feet like to us that's very disrespectful like it's so funny like when I was at when I was whenever I'm at work and I accidentally touch somebody with like my foot like just accidentally I'm instantly like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I'm so apologetic about that and obviously to them it's very they're 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 kind of like wait what you just like hit me with your foot but so I don't think that if you actually had a tattoo of Jesus yeah like speaking of the feet thing you know that friends episode I don't know like Veda I know you watch friends you know that Mm -hmm. friends episode where Roz has a Ganesh idol and someone kicks it yes table I was I don't know this episode I like yeah. after that episode, I was like, do I even want to watch the show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh my God. I remember that. It was it wasn't at his house or something. Like Yeah, yeah. And some yeah. girl like kicked it off when they were making out. And it's mm-hmm. like like what was the point of you putting that Ganesh yeah. idol there? Mm-hmm. For sure. Like culture and like religion is like such a huge part of our society. And like whether people still follow like culture religiously I'm sure like they at least have the respect for it um and so like it on tv like that or like people in like disrespecting it like that like doesn't feel right yeah like it's not Um, a trend yeah like Coachella all that but then like at the same time like holy like color runs like let's all have fun you know to me like I don't want to be like nitpicky about all that um, but that's just, like, my take. What are your thoughts on, like, people saying, like, chai latte or, like, non bread? Like, I think uh, chai lattes and non breads, they, personally, they don't trigger me a lot. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I think, I think it's one thing if people act like they own it mm-hmm. versus just, like, going along with what was taught to them. Mm-hmm. I, like, it's not necessarily people's fault that mm-hmm. that, that was what was taught to them but it's their fault for believing that oh like oh this is American like chai teas are American. I agree with her a hundred percent with respect to like people wearing bindis and having their collar runs and uh even call yeah all of with all of that honestly like personally it doesn't offend me fine until you insult my culture so it's fine mm-hmm. if you want to do all these things but if it gets to a point where using it as an excuse to ridicule or just like make fun of then that's when I get offended because that's not it's not just me that you're offending you're kind of offending like my my identity my race like this is like a bigger thing and it's kind of insulting for example speaking of friends there was this episode where um I forgot what happened I think something was happening to either Rachel's baby or something she's like what did you feed this baby Indian food I remember being like (laughs) ouch Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but I mean I try not to take it like yeah I personally like I don't get too offended 
um even like for things like Coachella and stuff I don't get too offended because like it's not it's not directly affecting me and so far it's not doing anything to like ridiculous my culture but if it gets to that point then that's where I do put my foot down and a very good example is um like when I'm called have you guys ever been called East Indian I haven't did you even know such a term existed I didn't <laughs> did you and you I didn't either because we're Indian this is something that like I actually have fought with my roommate with like my roommates about this and I it's still something that I'm very very touchy with because it was obviously a term coined by I'm just gonna say like old white men where because like when they first came to America they bumped into like the Native Americans like the Indians and I'm saying this with quotations for those of you listening so that's how we became East Indian and to me I feel like that that's not okay like that's a term Mm. that I somebody has called me East Indian which Mm -hmm. is fine again it's like to Anusha's point where I think that's just how she was raised Mm -hmm. that's just probably the term that her parents used and that's probably the term that their parents used. I don't blame them for calling me that because that's just what they were taught. But the fact that it exists is kind of just annoying because it's like, it's basically taking away our identity of being Indian and replacing it with some, with, with East Indian, which, which doesn't make sense. Like to us, mm-hmm. if I were to call you East Indian, that means you're from the East of India. Like it means you're like yeah. from Assam or something. Like it's a completely different meaning. It's like, for example, somebody's looking for Vita and they come across another girl, they come across Anusha, and they're like, oh, you know what, I'm actually going to call her Vita, and now I'm just going to call the original Vita, Vita B. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So that really pisses me off, so I don't, I don't like that when, yeah, again, it's going against, it's taking away the identity of my, my race, or my ethnicity, and that is where I kind of, like, put my foot down, but Mm -hmm. other little things, like, um, people that call like non as like if they call it non bread, it's it, like honestly, it's just it just gives me a little bit of a, a little bit of a laugh. If it's my friend, I'll educate them and be like, it's kind of redundant to say non bread, but yeah. it's not a big deal. It's like a small thing, but I think it's like the bigger things that really piss me off. Did your yeah. friend continue like with her entire East Indian? I guess like she was receptive to my feelings, but she was also kind of like, I know I'm not wrong in calling you this because it's an actual term. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like when people are more receptive to like learn the truth and they're like okay like they accept that like it's it makes it fine but then when people are just like so against learning and they're like you know I don't have to learn like the minute differences you guys are basically the same that's what like triggers me yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah I agree because, like that's that's what I really meant when I said like you know you're you don't have the option to choose what you're taught, but you have the option mm-hmm. to choose like where you go forth from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. All right, ladies. Well, let's switch our discussion to cultural assimilation, which is similar sounding to cultural appropriation, but it's completely different. So let's just go over the definition. Um, so Psychology Wiki says that cultural assimilation is a process of consistent integration whereby members of an ethno cultural group such as like immigrants or minorities are absorbed (laughs) yeah are absorbed into an established um, community and so this generally presumes a loss of many characteristics of the absorbed group Um, and so basically like there are like you know there are some debates going on whether like immigrants should be even allowed like into a country without like proper assimilation so for example I, I used to live in Germany when I was young and like a cultural norm for them was that you like if you don't know German they expect you to learn it like I feel like in America they're nice with you they'll try to like make efforts for you to like you know get a translator for you or anything but then they're like if you're planning on living here like you better learn German because they're very passionate about the language so like what are your thoughts like do you think that like first of all like how should one go about it like if you are moving to a different place and second do you think assimilation is good or bad um I feel like well to answer like the good and bad I feel like there's always some stuff that's good about it and definitely some stuff that's bad about it um I think it depends it's fine if you would want them to like understand your culture and speak your language but at the same time if you're trying to be all like this is this is my land and like you can't if you don't speak the language get out like that becomes a little becomes a little racist I guess yeah um but I don't think bad thing because I'm pretty sure all three of us have assimilated to a lot of western culture. In terms of Veda's case about um, 
like where Germany wanted them to learn the language and everything. I I personally don't think it's a problem because in a way you're also preserving their culture. But if it's like dictated in the way that Shiba said that you need to forget your own, take the take on the new culture, that's yeah, that's not okay. Like cultural assimilation like literally means to like let go of your culture and like move into another place. So and I think that's the difference between assimilation versus adaptation. Adaptation is where like you preserve your culture and then like integrate into like a new society. And personally, I just think that's more valuable because like I feel like where you're from is a part of who you are and like letting go of that like kind of just like ruins a part of your identity. Um, but then again, this is like all of my like my beliefs and stuff. But um, yeah, like oh, I, so, I agree with that. Yeah. Do Do you guys like what are like some things that you have fully, like, a, in terms of, like, you know, um, Indian culture. I, I can't really quite say, like, I completely took this part out, mm-hmm. out of my yeah. culture, but, like, like, I wish I could, like, read and write um, Telugu and Hindi and all that. Mm-hmm. I could understand, like, Sanskrit like, like, and little it. things like that. When I was, like, a kid, I was very, like, embarrassed. I would take, like, rice to, like, lunch and stuff. Like, my mom would pack me rice, and I would eat it with my, like, spoon. I would, I'm like, I'm not putting my hands in there. Like, you know, at home, it was always hands. Like, and I still do that. At home, I eat with my hands. But then, like, when I'm out, I'm like, oh, like, you know, I feel shy to eat with, like, my hands. Um, Even if I'm at an Indian restaurant, like, I don't just put my hands in, like, uh, rice, you know? So I think, like, if some of it is still there. Like, I'm still insecure to do that. But, like, I have, like, worked my way up now where I'm like, I'm like, I'm not embarrassed to show my culture, like, that's who I am, you know, um, even with wearing bindis, like, as a kid, I used to be so shy, like, before we went to an Indian event, we would stop by, like, at Walmart or something to grab, like, chocolates or something, and, like, I would be so embarrassed to go in the store with, like, my Indian dress or bindi, oh. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, look at me, I look like a boss queen in this outfit, you know, so, um, I think for sure it was just, like, as a kid, just trying to figure it out, and, like, like learn about my surrounding I really wanted to fit in but now I've learned that like no the best way to fit in is to like be myself and I still don't wear like my bindi every day like that's a part of our culture but, like I don't do yeah. that every day you know I have I guess like not since I've kind of assimilated I've let go of that tradition of wearing it every day but um I wear it on like special occasions I kind of agree like, with you and there are definitely some insecurities that you know were that I have with my own culture, which we'll talk about again, like in depth soon. But I think mm-hmm. if I had to, there's nothing that I've like completely let go of, but mm-hmm. I would say a lot of the cultural norms and a lot of like our morals, mm-hmm. being like a South Indian Tamil girl, I do not, like I have, I don't want to say let go. Cause like that just like connotes that I fully detached myself, but a lot of them I don't really subscribe to. Like the things that, my mother was taught about marriage okay. like my, my grandparents and family were taught about marriage I <laughs> I don't I don't want that for myself and that's mm-hmm. some, that's coming from like a part of my culture like they're taught that because that's our culture and th- things related to that I don't I don't like it so I don't subscribe to it and I I mean I don't know I'm young and things could change so like um, there are things like that that I'm assimilated, not. I would say, in that sense, to a more Western mindset. I think like a big thing that Indians are supposed to do or have is like a joint family, mm-hmm. which I'm not just, it's not just Indian, but it's like a big, it's, it's usually like, you know, to have your whole like family, like your, your in-laws and then your, the uncles and aunties and everybody living, like that's never going to happen for me. <laughs> I don't think that's never going to happen because things could change, but like little things like that, just like I would say like cultural and cultural norms and like more in the more traditional sense, I feel in them. Yeah, <laughs> either of you like follow any like Indian superstitions, oh, by the way? I'm so weird about superstitions. Y- you shouldn't sleep with your head facing to the north. Yes, we do I'm that too. about that. Like, and in my dorm rooms, I like oriented my beds. So oh my god! <laughs> 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 um, and uh, like when you're walking, you shouldn't walk over someone's feet, like someone's yes. legs, because oh, they'll true. become short yeah. or something. Oh, like cutting your hair or nails Tuesday, Friday. Yes. Well. Oh, I yes. did not know that. I thought you should do that in the night. Oh that yeah, too. that too. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think I subscribe to as many superstitions as you guys do because a lot of the stuff that you're saying is like very new to me but like there's like the little stuff like when you enter a new place like enter with your right foot and like you know like the basic stuff like that this is an interesting topic what about being fetishized because you're Indian 
depends on the context. Like, you know, someone like comes up to me, they're like, oh my gosh, you're Indian. Like, oh my gosh, Indians are so gorgeous. I'm like, hell yeah, we are. (laughs) But but, like, if it's said in like, you know, if like some strange guys like hitting on me, they're like, oh, you're Indian. You must know the Kama Sutra or something. Then I'm like... (laughs) And they're like, boy, it's no, okay I- to be culture. It's okay to be fetish- fetishized culturally, but not romantically or sexually. Even like fetishized culturally, like if the person, oh, I guess like this is like a bias. Like if they're saying positive stuff, I'm like, yes, you know. And if they're like, oh, Indians have big noses, and I'm like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> Hides my nose, <laughs> but I'm um, still like, you know, like I think like the context of the how they say it for sure like matters for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like looking at it overall, like yeah, like being fetishized is like, I guess not respectful. But how is it not respectful? Like I feel like they're um, for assuming things about your culture, like that, which may or may not be true. Yeah. And, um, like I said, if they're giving me like positive stuff, then I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it, you know, like bottom up versus top down, like yeah whole processing no what is that (laughs) so like bottom up is like when you experience something and then you draw conclusions from it Mm -hmm. right whereas top down is like (coughs) sorry um you have these oh my god she got the corona (laughs) (laughs) you have these like preconceived notions and then you like use it to apply to all these things okay right so like if someone were to like meet an Indian person and then they're like oh like they're really pretty like and like you know like if they met a lot of Indian people and they're like oh they're like very attractive they're like this they're like that like that's fine like you know like you're drawing conclusions based on whatever but if it's like oh like you know I watched this one like yeah you know like you know whatever like sexual encounter with someone or like you know I've Mm -hmm. like I'm, like, in love with this actress or whatever. Oh, yeah, I watched this Bollywood and, movie. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Actually, I have, like, this funny story. Um, my, um, <laughs> my friend on Tinder, she got this message being, like, oh, like, would you like to be my Priyanka Chopra? <laughs> like, that's not okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny, um, but, like. <laughs> the guy was not Indian? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, this <laughs> Asian kid. Not even white kid, but, like, <laughs> you know, like, I, that kind of stuff, like, isn't okay. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like, if it's making me look good, it mm-hmm. obviously works to my advantage, but it's still really weird. Like, I know people that really love Indian culture and, uh, oh my gosh, just associate everything to it but and in a positive way but it's all it can also get really weird because of the I guess I would say like the intensity is where I like draw the line because like if you make carrot cake and then go around saying oh my gosh I made gajar halwa it's kind of just like okay calm down you're weird (laughs) you know it's like it's really really weird or like if you make like a mango smoothie and you're like oh my gosh I made the best mango lessee it's kind of just really weird it's like all right you, you need to I think the intensity matters so like even so like even culturally like I met a girl um I went to this restaurant and the waitress's name is India and I was like oh like I like your name like what's the story behind it? and she's like oh my mom just really loved Indian culture so she named me India like that that's that's cute I won't lie that is a little weird but it's it's cute yeah. but again if it's it depends on the intensity like if you're but I don't know what to say again because like at the end of the day they love it's our culture that they love so it's like flattering but it's also just weird I don't know um and then romantically I it depends I mean again if it's somebody that I like Mm -hmm. it again works to my advantage but at the same time it depends on the intensity again because it's like if you like all Indian women then I don't feel special anymore because you'll like the next Indian girl that walks by you know what I'm saying so because like it's like liking you because you're Indian yeah yeah it's not really liking me for me it's just like yeah exactly um and I'm not defined by my race Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying even though like that is a part of my identity like I'm not like Shubha's not just Indian like I'm mm-hmm. so like I'm all these other things too right and and also if they were to get to know me I'm not your typical Indian girl either I do some very yeah. bizarre things <laughs> <laughs> that are not very Indian of me mm-hmm. um, so it it depends it's like a mm, I don't know I don't know where yeah. I draw the line on on what unclassifying something is like too much and not but it's like a eh, mm-hmm. for sure yeah like for, for the cultural stuff you mentioned I I yeah I wouldn't know where to draw the line either because it's like 
you know, like, we want to be culturally appreciated, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's, if someone were to make, um, the halva and make it American, <laughs> I, w- I would not be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is, like, carrot, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you yeah. know, they are appreciating our culture, so, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like, explore my culture, like, have fun with it, like, yeah. I want you to yeah. definitely explore it, but, like, don't yeah. exploit it, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, but back yeah. to, we're gonna, again, switch gears back to cultural norms, because earlier we were talking about, you know, things that we do as Indian kids, and then also things that, you know, uh, we still have, like, as part of our culture, what are some of the cultural norms that you, that we have, and that you also have, because you're Indian? Well, immediately, I think, like, um, when I was a kid, like, my parents stressed respecting elders, like, little things, right, and then, like, when people come to your house, like, serving guests food and water, like, that's, like, you know, that was, like, Mm -hmm. one of the big things that they um, told me, and then, like, apart from that, like, religiously, I think they wanted me to, like, get into Hinduism more and, like, learn, like, our traditions, Mm -hmm. and that kind of follows up with classes, like, I had to, I went to, like, I didn't have to, like, they put me in, like, singing classes, they put me in, like, dance, like, I learned Bharatanatyam for a while, and then my teacher moved out of the country, but, like, um, yeah, so, like, I think, like, they wanted me to, like, experience all this, because they thought it was, like, you know, they're like, okay, it's normal for a girl baby yeah. to do this, so, like, do all of this, um, and, like, of course, Indian food, like, eating that on a regular basis, like, that's, like, some of the norms that, like, we follow, like, in my household. Yeah, like, we also, um, eat Indian food and all of that, and then, uh, small things, like, going to the temple on your birthdays, or, like, any other special day, and whatever, mm-hmm. or, like, New Year's, um, the respecting elders thing still stands. Um, oh, what about, like, uh, dating in your households? Like, how is that perceived as? That's, like, a no. Like, I'm gonna get shipped to Antarctica if yeah. I do. Yeah. For sure. I think, like, my parents, so this is funny, because, like, my parents are, um, like, they're okay with, like, love and stuff, because they, you know, we've had, like, conversations, and I feel like when I tell them my friends are dating, they're, like, okay like you know it's not serious but it's I haven't like really had I guess like any intense things but then like I guess if I were to tell them oh I'm dating this person I want to marry they'd like freak out <laughs> I think like you would word- tell your parents you would tell your parents you're dating somebody you want to marry them like you'd only tell them when you're ready to marry I think so yeah I like would be too afraid I don't I'm I, I know like <laughs> I just no <laughs> like I yeah I would only tell them like when I know for sure for sure I know it might offend the other person but I'm like no no you don't understand <laughs> they will <laughs> ship me off <laughs> but like um yeah I just and like and I think that's another thing if I were to like someone like I think if I told them I like someone like and like you know we talked about this we want to marry each other that would be different but if I like if I say oh we've been dating and I want to marry so they, they would like get triggered like I think the dating word itself it's like triggers yeah. them oh I mean it shows them that you're not serious it's, it, it, to it's them it looks like, temporary no, it, it's more like oh she's goofing off like oh, yeah it's a I, distraction like, she, yeah it's a distraction from her studies her work <laughs> <and> like, <you laughs> know, like <laughs> I mean of course like you know my dad like it's dating is a big no-no yeah. but I mean, I haven't really dated anybody that I would want to take, like, that, ha- again, that has gone to a point where I'm like, oh my god, like, none of the guys that I've even dated have met my brother, so I've not dated yeah. anybody serious, <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think for my dad, it's definitely a huge no-no, mm-hmm. um, but I have a very good, I don't know, like, I, I, when I was a kid, I would never want to tell them, I would always think, literally how you're thinking, where it's like, I would only tell them when I know that I'm going to marry this person, mm-hmm. and maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. We'll see what actually happens. But I think now that I'm a little older and especially because I go to my parents with a lot more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of things that I don't tell them because I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to take it there. But I think now that, especially with my mother, I go to her with a lot more problems and, you know, I go to my dad with a lot more, uh, like, like career problems or like banking problems, like money problems. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, how do I budget? Like, I'm trying to be vulnerable with him, like, showing him what I'm spending on and how I'm spending on. And, like, even with my mom, like, I'm telling her things that uh, I initially told myself I would never tell her. Like, I have a couple of tattoos, and I, ha- I like, I've started telling her these things. And um, so I think, like, I would want to tell my mother, and I think my mother would 
especially like like you said when you tell them about your friends I think my my parents are at a stage where like a lot of my friends have boyfriends so I think they Mm -hmm. know all right this girl's getting older it's gonna happen to her soon (laughs) I think my dad doesn't trust me so for him it's like a no 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 you're not serious (laughs) whoever you pick is also not serious but I think my mom has a bit more trust in me so like even if they don't like it I I I think I would tell them and also like Mm I I'm very independent like I I usually go to my my parents when I have problems like I don't tell them how I get into a problem so basically I make decisions on my own and Mm -hmm. I think they've also accepted that I go to them after the decision is made so I think they also know that like if she has a boyfriend she's not going to ask us whether or not she wants to date them she's going to come and tell us after she's already started dating him some stuff happens good or bad so yeah but like I'm also like a lot of the cultural norms like singing and dancing like I was put in singing and dance class but I never I I hated it so like I never I go to like these classes and cry to the teacher about how much I didn't want to be there like so so like a lot of these things I think my parents have already yeah back to disappointment they've been disappointed enough so I don't think they'd be crazily surprised (laughs) what about Anusha what what would your parents say if you if you're like you came home dating somebody I think I do think it's the word like you guys mentioned it's like Mm -hmm. dating or like the term boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. yes I think it like (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it has like yeah negative connotations um I think like they need to check off a couple like certain oh yeah sure (laughs) I was just about to be okay Yeah. yeah I was just about to say that like I think like the next step of my, after my parents accepted, they'd be like, okay, tell us who, show us who, you know, like, um, <laughs> so bring his resume. Yes, um, <laughs> basically, like, and, like, also, like, my parents, like, it's important that I, like, marry, like, to them, it's important that I marry, like, someone that's, like, culturally similar to me, like, Indian, like, you know, hopefully, like, the same religion, but I have, like, had talks with my parents, like, where my dad's, like, you know, if you truly like someone, like, it's okay if they're not the same religion as you, I'm, like, really, oh. your dad said that? Yeah, which I was so surprised, I was, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, say what? <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, so that was really, like, surprising for me to find out, but then I'm, like, okay, yeah, well, I his mind. Yeah, because like you said I've been a disappointment all, all my life so they're like okay <laughs> like just let's keep windows open for her but um yeah like I think like it, they definitely like depending on who the person is as well like if mm-hmm. the person treats my like parents with respect and stuff they're like okay like we can slide by this okay. when is it too early so when it when is the right time to finally really take them to your parents then right like is it two years later where you really know this person or when's the right time when everyone else in my life has met them, yes, card, yeah, for sure. I think like finding out that balance between like are they treating me right versus also are they treating everyone around them correctly you know mm-hmm. like that's important to me it takes it really time like on a personality like your individual yeah. personality mm-hmm. and how good at you are like in perceiving others like mm-hmm. strengths yeah. and weaknesses yeah. you want to see how they act when they're not in love with the people that they're around like see how they interact with friends see how they interact with peers yes oh my goodness and yeah it, like co-workers and like so you really get like a judge of their their true character versus like the person that they are with you like it's not like they're hiding it intentionally or yeah. something mm-hmm. it's just like how like they behave based on like the feelings they have mm-hmm. well I agree true I um, think for me it would be um, like I agree with everything you guys have said but I think like the true test would be or like it, they would go he would the prospect would go mm-hmm. to my parents after he's met my brother and I've mm-hmm. gotten approval from my brother which mm-hmm. is very hard because like I don't think that guy's ever gonna <laughs> he tells me all the time he's like nobody's ever good enough for you which is which is it's true, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like I think like once I can win my brother or like once my brother can say okay this is the they're they're a good person like I approve which mm-hmm. I don't know I can't say I don't know a timeline for that but it's like once I've gotten the yes from my brother then I think I would take it to my parents because like no matter what they say I think if my brother has my back they trust that guy way more than me I'm <laughs> way, he's way less of a disappointment than I am <laughs> <laughs> um and then switching gear um what what about like um 
wedding traditions like are you gonna have an arranged marriage or me and Anusha were actually just talking about this the other day like ideally I would like to like you know we fall in love with someone like that would be the way to go but then like if it is like if it does come to like arranged marriage like I'm not saying like I'm fully like opposed to it but then like it depends on how my parents approach me right like obviously they're not gonna be like oh this is the guy like if you like him like let's get you married you know but like if they let me like like dating for a while like I know the word dating again is triggering but like if they let me like get to know him for like a couple months and like you know really feel it out I'd be like okay like you know this could work I was watching this TikTok the other day and basically he was he was talking about things that um he didn't agree with as a kid but he's grown to like mm-hmm. accept and one of and the last one was arranged marriage and I was like you know what that's like so me because like you're so against it and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like because of the movies that we watch where it's like a fight for love and yeah. Like, yeah it's just like the basic um you know principles of it like you can grow to like love anyone around you right like you know there's a difference between like being able to like love someone versus like like falling for it you know Mm -hmm. and I don't like I think with arranged marriage I call like I just don't really like how it's almost a compromise Mm. you know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I see like oh like they check off all these boxes so you should Mm -hmm. marry them versus like I want to marry them yeah mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yeah, it's it is what it is. But I think I would have to like 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 Nina said, I like have to get to know this person. Then like otherwise, I can't I can't be okay with it. Like I need to see how they interact in like different settings. I think for me, um, I don't want arranged marriage. But I think maybe when I'm like thirty and super single, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Like aside from what you've said, I think like another reason why I don't want one is because I don't think my parents know what I want. Mm -hmm. Like, they pick somebody that they think is ideal for them. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have a true grasp or understanding of exactly, like, the type of man and partner in life that I want from, like, my future, like, husband or whatever. So I also think that's also a reason why I don't want an arranged marriage. And it's not, I don't blame them at all. Like, that's just, um, I don't know, like, that's just how it is. Like, I'm confident my dad does not know what kind of person I want. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I also think, like, in like Indian culture it's very like what looks good on paper or like whatever person yeah. that the person portrays right like mm-hmm. you yes. can act like you're a respectful person without being a respectful person yeah, yeah. like just just to like you know just to like maintain your image or whatever and like mm-hmm. like if that's what they see or like that's what like they get out of like um an arranged marriage talk or whatever like that that's not enough you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I so agree. So let's jump into, like, some of the insecurities that we were talking about before, like, that you have, that insecurities about our culture, or, like, you know, because you're Indian, that you have these insecurities. Let's talk a little bit about it, and, like, you know, why you have it, and all of that. Food is, like, tastes and smells. One time when I was in elementary school, like, you know those um, cafeteria aids? Mm-hmm, like, the yeah. ones I hand out, like, spoons and whatever? Like, I had idli and um, the peanut chutney, mm-hmm. right? And, which is like I love that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and like it so the peanut chutney was in like a box and like she comes to hand me a fork and she is like what is that is that baby food and I was like a third grader so <laughs> insulted <laughs> how dare you yeah and then I never brought Italy and chutney again oh my god <laughs> oh, but, oh little baby yeah. And it's like it's like small things like that and like people are like oh Indian food smells weird and Mm -hmm, like my mom was making curry this one time and like you know how like the entire house smells like it smells like it yeah right after that I um like as she was making my like Indian friend came to pick Mm -hmm. me up so we could go to dance class and like when I got in the car and she was like oh my gosh (laughs) you smell so Indian here's some lotion I was like Ah, she gave me lotion (laughs) and I was like no I smell like curry and she was like yeah it's like really strong I was like shut up like it's like the smell of like Indian food is like a weird insecurity like if my mom's making anything like super oily or like fried and stuff I make sure like my closet door is closed my like bedroom door is closed oh, like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. oh, girl. 
for just for the record, I think you smell yum. <laughs> but um, for me, well, okay, so um, skin color, well, I'm, I've actually never had like a major problem with my skin color, like growing up or now, like, um, but I will say like, so for some of my friends, that's been like a huge insecurity. But like, for me personally, I think like I've had, I still have like insecurities about language. Um, and it's not just English or Tamil, like it's both languages. Because I speak both, I'm not like full on full fluent in both in the sense that like there are some words I like pronounce wrong in both English and Tamil. Yeah. And so I think like a part of me, like when I'm talking about my friends or whatever, like it's like, you know, it's cool. But like when I'm at an interview, like I don't want to mess up and like say yeah. a word in a funny way. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to come off as stupid. And like, um, I never had the problem with accents just because like I learned English like right when I got here. So like I, I don't have like a thick Indian accent. But um, yeah, I think it's more so like the pronunciations of words. Um, so that's like been like, one of my major insecurities. Oh, okay. well, yours, girl. A little bit of both of yours plus more. <laughs> um, I think like eating. I, I never, or not never, but I will. I tr- I don't go to Indian restaurants with non-Indian friends. Like I do it only if there are people that I'm extremely comfortable with and I know mm-hmm. won't judge me because of all the reasons that you said. Because of the smell of the food, it can come off. It's like a hit or a miss with mm-hmm. certain people. And then also like our food sometimes it can look really appetizing and then sometimes it doesn't you know like like the food that you eat on a banana leaf in a wedding that doesn't look appetizing right I mean it looks appetizing to us but like Mm -hmm. to people that are not Indian it just looks like mush all over like different (laughs) so like that's something that like I like and I tell a lot of my Indian my non-Indian friends like I'm not gonna go like I'm not gonna go to an Indian restaurant with you until and unless there are people that I'm very close to and very comfortable because I feel very insecure, which is bad and something I should get over and am working towards. But and yeah, um, like, on like, top of that, like, um, I, I think like my house also in India is a huge, anybody that has been to my house knows it's a mm-hmm. huge security because people that have been to my house, I tell them not to come to my house. So oh. like, I don't like inviting people home. I hate it. Like I do it elsewhere. But, like, in India, like, I hate it when people come to my house. I hate it when they ask, and I hate it when they insist. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, you're, they're friends with me, or they want to come home because they want to spend time with me and not my house. But it's just, like, it's such an old Indian house that, like, you know, it's just, uh, it's not very modern looking. It's very traditional. Like, all our pots and, like, cups and stuff are, like, metal and, like, stainless steel mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, yeah, it's not that's something that I'm just very insecure about because like I didn't grow up in that house, right? So I grew up in a in a house where you had like glass plates, and, like actual glass yeah. cups and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like that makes me feel very insecure. So like I hate inviting people home. Yeah. <laughs> and then um I would go back to like um language. I mean it's more like of the linguistics of it, like because I grew up in Nigeria in an American school and then went to India, which like has like what do you call it? we were colonized by the British like we have like the Br- British system in our education and then came here it's like a lot of the words that I say are pronounced really funky the, the way words are pronounced like the way like my English teacher taught me to say something in India is different than than the way it's said here in Canada or the way it was said in Nigeria and that's something that my friends make fun of me a lot and like I make fun of myself too but it's <laughs> I it's something that like yeah I'm very insecure because yeah I don't want to go and say something and then sound like incompetent you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even and it's the same there like I went there saying words that are that they don't say like I like you say statistics I'm like in India I feel like they say statistics you know like mm-hmm. it's, it's also the same way there like I went there and then they made fun of the way I said the way I said a couple of words or like we say how do you say the the mountain range in India I'm not going to say because I want to hear how you say it the mountain range that goes right across the Himalaya. Himalaya. Yeah, you say Himalayas right in India it's Himalaya oh yeah right so like certain things like it's just yeah it's kind of like something that I'm not crazily insecure but it's definitely something that like I I'm yeah I'm shy sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't really know if I'm saying this right because I feel like it would be pronounced correctly here or it could be pronounced wrong here so those are certain things that yeah have kind of been all fumbled Mm -hmm. up yeah language wise um more than english like when i go when i go back and try to speak my native tongue like that makes me really uncomfortable why like like i feel like i don't have the 
I try. I do try to have the accent. Like, you know, like the underlying accents where you like, it's more like rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, don't know how to like describe it better than like, like very like folky kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like traditional. Yeah, right? yeah. And like, I like sometimes when you say something, even if it's like the like the perfect words it's like a simple sentence like people are like like you know they like mock your English accent yeah yeah like the way you yeah. say it with and it's like you know kids and I just <laughs> why why are you this great <laughs> yeah yeah and I, people don't think that people get offended by these things mm-hmm. and stuff and like I'm not trying to sound like overly American when I speak like Telugu mm-hmm. like, I want to be like as Indian as it gets when I'm in India yeah and like you know having people like either you know mock the English accent which like you which I don't hear and like it, that just like makes me so like uncomfortable and also like um when people like try to correct my grammar or vocab like I get it's well-intentioned. It just, like, uh, <laughs> bro, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel uh, that. All right, ladies. Well, we're going to jump into one of my favorite parts of our uh, episode. We're going to do our question session. Okay. So, um, Anusha, if you don't know, so we basically do, like, a bunch of questions and, like, we all just answer those questions yeah think um, of it like a as like a rapid fire except you're not in a rush but yeah think of it kind of like that so what's one piece of advice you would give your younger self nothing is the end of the world I feel like I used to I think yeah. that's also like this perfectionism mentality that we have as immigrant um like first generation American Indian Americans and like I think like getting rid of that allows like so much more to come into your life okay um okay so I think for me it would be to enjoy the moment more um I I had like self-identity and cultural identity issues still do so I think mm -hmm. one thing I told my younger self was um stop like if if something's not comfortable for me then I should ask myself why and figure out how to fix it like I should have had like I have that mentality now where like mm-hmm. if, something, if something is making me feel like a fish out of water I have to identify it because that's how you solve it right you figure out what the problem is and then move forward I think I should have um yeah I would tell myself to start doing that much younger yes because- get insightful <laughs> yeah <laughs> hide yourself more. what are two Indian movies that you'd recommend to a foreigner? Um, I really like Dilbo Hadipa and uh, oh I really like um it's this Telugu movie. It's called Arundhati, but there's like different dubbed versions. For me, I I love Zindagi Ne Milega Dobara. I don't know if you, you mean Zindagi Na is, is it Na I forget. Actually, like, you I, know what? I don't know either. It's okay. I know which one you're talking about though. Yeah. yeah, it's like about friends, and it's like such a good feel-free movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's a it's a Hindi movie, so I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, guys. Um, and then another one, it's a Tamil movie. I like Ratsasan. Um, it's a very like it's a really good thriller. I don't even want to tell you the story because, like, it'll spoil, like, all parts of it will, like, spoil it for you guys, but it's really yeah. good. Um, what about you, girl? Mm, I would definitely pick a Bollywood movie, and honestly, I actually really like Thanu with Manu. That's really oh, funny. that's a cute movie, And, like, yeah. I love Kangana, so I would pick yeah. that one because it's really <laughs> funny, and she's, like, a really ghetto girl, isn't she? So, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I like her. It's a very, not accurate, but, like, I like the depiction, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, if I had to pick, I would only pick a Tamil movie. I don't watch Tamil movies often because, like, gosh, they're so extra. Like, Bollywood movies <laughs> are extra, but, like, Tamil movies are, like, even more extra. But I would pick um, OK Kanmani. I really like that I movie. love that movie. And a bit more modern, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, where, where in the world would you love to live? Girl, I want to, like, escape to a small island and then sell coconuts and, like, you know, like, go to the beach whenever I want. Like, just, like, a very slow, calm life. We'll we'll say Thailand, then. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What about you, Anusha? Um, I feel like a small town in Italy or Spain. I would go to Egypt. I've been wanting to go there forever. I would definitely go, go run away there. What's I, I, we kind of already answered this. What's one thing your parents taught you the best? Um, I would say being humble. Being humble? Okay. I think my parents taught me to um, 
always help people out when it comes to education and healthcare? My dad always made sure, like, what I really appreciated was he always made sure, like, the household work. I was telling Veda, like, it's a very 50-50 thing. Like, mm-hmm. he works from home being in IT, but my mom commutes, so he makes sure he, like, washes the dishes or does the laundry, and he, like, really, like, breaks these gender roles, which I'm, like, grateful for that he has, like, that role model for me and my brother. Are you guys close to your family? Yeah, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel close with them. I have, like, a lot of fun with them. Like, I'm, you know, they're obviously very emotionally attached, but, like, how much I share is, like, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> maybe, like, 25%. But, I agree. Yeah. Same with me. Like, I, I think, well, I'm really close to my parents, but then there's just some stuff where I'm like, okay, you're my parents. I can't tell you. But, like, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> what about you, Shiba? I'd say, yeah, the same thing. But I think that's everybody in our age with their parents, right? You're not going to tell that's them everything. True. I'm close to, like, my immediate family, like, my mom, dad, and my brother. Um, everybody else I don't really care about. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was just talking to, like, my parents and then, yeah. Uh, I'd say I'm, like, the closest with my mom and my brother. Oh. Dad, I want to be close to him, and he wants me to be close to him, but we're not close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All now right. we're gonna end with the quote of the day, and um, since we have our guest Anusha, she actually is gonna read out the the quote of the day. So, do the honors. Okay, so I really like the quote by Robert Allen. Um, it goes. Cultural differences should not separate us from each other, but rather cultural diversity brings a collective strength that can benefit all of humanity. And I feel like it really goes with what we talked about. Hey! Hey! (laughs) All right, then. Well, thanks, everybody, for um, tuning in and listening to this episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram at underscore keep it spicy. And if you have anything else that you want us to talk about, or if you want to be our next guest, then let us know. Um, Hit us up in the comments and in the DMs. And yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for joining. I had so much fun. Oh, we had so much fun with you too, girl. All right, everybody. Keep it spicy. Here's Chili XX.